0: Good morning, good afternoon or good evening. Wherever you are, welcome aboard the Championship Express. My name's Jamie. My name's Rob. And this is a Championship Fantasy Football podcast dedicated to the game, Gaffer. Welcome aboard. Tamola! Unbelievable! The very Hello everybody, we're back again, we're halfway through game week 27, the big double we've all been looking for, uh, looking forward to shall I say, I'm with Rob, how are you Rob?
1: Good, 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 you, how are we doing?
0: Um, yeah, not bad, it's going well so far, I don't want to jinx it, There's still a lot of games to go in this game week but yeah it's going well, how have you got on this week?
1: So far so good, 84 points. Um, I was just looking at who we've got left. I've got triple Bournemouth against Chef Wedd, still to play. I've got me Derby defence against Rotherham, so I'm hoping for good things there from Buchanan. Yeah. And Tony, of course, the man that everyone's got doing the business for them. So how many points are you on there? 84, plus Tony's captaincy for this extra extra 10 he's going to get me.
0: Oh, nice, 94 points, so you'll be on there then. With your eighty-four, what where has it took you overall?
1: One 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 I'm one,
0: on. One one nice all so the ones. getting close to that. I'm doing all right. I'm now waiting for my Tony points to get added and my Canos points. Um plus I'm on the goal fest at the moment, so I'm waiting for Tony's goal to get added. I believe um Angus put in the group chat earlier on. I think it's a 17-point swing, that is, I think. Might be wrong. So I'll be looking at 105, I think, so far. Um, Nice. At the moment, with my 87, I'm on, I think. Yeah, 87. I've gone up to 84 from 106. So it's going well. You know, the last few weeks, I've had a bit of a disaster, taking a hit every week, only playing 10 players. But I did say a couple of weeks ago, if I can stay in the top 130... Before this double, I'd be happy and basically I maintain rank in game with twenty-four. I was 103rd. At the end of game with 26, I was 106th. So we only actually dropped three places in three weeks. Um so I've got back in the top hundred now and hopefully I can carry on pushing. Um
1: Excellent.
0: just see how far how, many, yeah.
1: how well, many goals have you got in your goal fest of interest?
0: Very good question. I wish it'd just show you in front of me. I've got Tony's knees, three. Um, I've got Jow's goal, but he's on the bench, but obviously I
1: still get the five points for that. Yeah,
0: I've got Canos. Can- That's it, yeah. So three four, five goals.
1: Five, with doubles to still the go. Excellent.
0: So, yeah, nice. I've got four
1: of mine. That's
0: really good. And I've seen quite a lot of people on the goal fest as well, so I've seen some quite big scores going around, but I'm just happy to be in the mix, and hopefully, push on in the second half of this game week. Um, yeah, so that's how we're getting on so far. Obviously, the game week has intended, so hopefully, more points to come. But we just thought we'd pod today, it was unplanned. Um, we just thought we'd get some out there, just have a quick look, just in the short future, what like well, you know, game week 28, because obviously the boost reset in 31. So, we thought we'd just have a quick look ahead. so We've got a couple of topics um, that have been sent in from the listeners and the main one that seems to be what everyone's talking about is Buendia getting sent off. I was unaware of this, but apparently it's a two-game ban. One for the two yellow cards and then an additional game because it's the second red card of the season, so quite frustrating. Do you own Buendia, Rob?
1: I do. I've had him for ages and he's Becoming a bit of a liability, he's had two reds as you see. He started the season with a three-match ban. Yeah, you know he's missing games left, right, and centre. That'll be six games now he's missed. He's yeah, still storming it's not the point, like so. it's you know
0: a mistake. It's too shit fouls to give away. Really, it doesn't it's poor judgment, I'd say. But it's let a lot of people down. People had the captain on him, vice captain on him. They're obviously a bit
1: pissed off. A um, so few boosts invested in him as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. So so, minus. Now the question is, what what do you do with him? Because we know he's going to miss the second game of this game, so you can't do anything about that anyway. But he's then going to miss the game week twenty eight. So a lot of people are asking, what do we do? Because as we know, there's four teams of doubles and the boost reset in thirty one. So do you think it's logical to get red as a short term punch, that like maybe? Hop on somebody else and then go back to Buendia or just get rid permanently? Where do
1: you sit with it? Obviously, it depends on what price you've paid for him and whether you can afford to get him back. Um, but I'm all right with, I'm just going to leave him. I'm going to bench him.
0: Oh, you're going to bench I him? Can't,
1: yeah, well, I've got one transfer this week and I've got Zhao who needs to happen.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't need the budget. So I can just leave him there. And obviously, he's got a potential to be season-long keeper for me, even if I overhaul. So I'm just not getting panicked by it, which I think is the opposite of everyone on Twitter, it looks like.
0: Yeah, I can see why you'd keep him, though, because you haven't got Jao, And I think we'll get on to after after Buendia, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's, it's going to be important to get Jao and so I can see why you prioritise that. But if you had Joe like myself, would, you, would your mindset be different?
1: Might be, but mids are just not interesting. They're still not interesting. If you you can pull some class out of the bag, then I might listen to it. See, I'm going differently
0: than you. I'm going to get rid. I'm undecided where I'm going to yet. Um, But I think, basically, I'm going to go to someone short-term who's got a double. So there's a couple of people who asked about this actually, I better give them a shout out before I forget, so it was at actit underscore abdul underscore second, he put best Buendia replacements, ideally someone with a double, although it's not essential so I can see where he's coming from with that question yeah. Um our friend FPL buddies put Buendia replacements which one do you guys think will be logical, Swift Hurian <laughs> Hurian oh can I ask couldn't get my words out then just to answer FPL Buddy's question, Rob, out of them three, who would you go for if you were going to get rid of him?
1: It was Kanos, Hurahan and... Swift. It it. Swift, I was going to say, yeah, yeah right. <sighs> big question, big question. I like Hurahan. Um, obviously, he's got no stats because he's brand new, but Kanos has been a bit of a rotation risk and he's hit hit form. Um, he sits, he's third overall for midfielders for shots behind Buendia, top. I just like, around. I think, I think he's got potential. He's going to be a total. Um, what's the word? No, nobody owns him. To give you a word. Nobody owns him. Differential, that's the one.
0: Different, yeah. That's he's going surprising. to have a tall coming up. Because obviously, Swift's... And Canos, they've got their double in 28 the next game week, can not they? So I thought you might have gone one of them, especially with um, the form that they're in, especially Brentford. Uh, but Conor around, he looks good. Um, good finish this weekend. Me personally, oh, I'd go Canos. But yeah. yeah, you're right, he could rotate and then you're still going.
1: Uh, if Bueno was injured, which I heard rumours he was, that is more likely to nail Canos down, isn't
0: it? So yeah. you fall back on that. Yeah, you think you'd play from the left, and then maybe, Em Foster Henry from the right, wouldn't you? But what talent, no question of that. It's a tough one, there But I, I'd probably go Canos if I had to choose one of the three. Um, I just noted a few down, who are who I'm considering getting rid of one d for. So these few are just short-term picks who've got the double in twenty-eight. So I've got Canos, Fossey Henry in there for Brentford. You've got Harry Wilson, who's got a double for Cardiff. He got the mm. assist for Keith and Moore this weekend. You've got the Redding midfield, Ijaria, Elisea, Swift. Maite also came back, didn't he? He came on in the 18th mm-hmm. minute. So you could throw his name into the hat. And then you've got Crooks at Rotherham. I've already got him. He's a nice, cheap one, but I don't think I'd be going from Buendia to him. I target probably Reading or Brentford, and possibly Harry yeah. Wilson.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. they'll short. Bridget, team they're ones... Rather, am
1: not going to play a Borough every week, are they? So
0: <laughs> yeah, the short team ones I've got who haven't got the double in twenty eight, who I think have got nice fixtures on paper. Harvey Elliott for Blackburn. Yeah, their next four yeah. really, really good. Um, you've got your Bournemouth boys. So you have got Brooks, Danjuma, Stanislas. The only problem at the moment is. Who do they play? You know, their formation changes a lot. Brooks was Brooks and Stanislas started on the bench um, on Friday night. Dan Juma started, but with him just coming back from injury, there's a chance that he yeah. goes to the bench. Um, it's a bit of a risk, isn't it, when you go on to Bournemouth?
1: And they're you, not in form. With that lack exactly. of form, they might start rotating and panicking a bit more. King's back. There's a lot of variables.
0: Exactly, like I said in our group chat on Friday night when they play or it might have been on Twitter, I can't remember where I said, it. they need to just find the formation that just suits them and get that solid 11, try a consistent 11 every week. Whether me, I think personally, King doesn't look interested. It's obvious he wants to move. Whether he's going to get one, we don't know. But I'd play Slanky up top and I'd get Stanislas, Dan Durham and Brooks behind and then have your midfield two of Cook and one of Wilshire, Pearson, Wormer, yeah. just something more solid like that. But
1: I mean, it's one point out of 12 the last four, so it's, that squad should be just tearing it up.
0: Yeah, on paper, I'd say they've got the best squad in the league on paper, but obviously they're not playing like that, but yeah, you could go one of the Bournemouth boys or you can make a sideways move from Buendia and go to Campwell. I've also got down the Swansea boys, so you could get Jamal. Well, his number's yeah. are looking all right. Hurahan, he's there. Am I even saying his name right? Because I used to say it in a certain way. Then when I was watching the highlights this morning, they pronounced it different to how I did. So I said, oh, I'm going to say it like that. And I've completely forgot how he said it. And I'm, <laughs> I'm twisting myself.
1: I just say hurrihan.
0: yeah. It just sounds weird. Yeah, Hurahan or well, at Swansea and then there's obviously a of at Watford so I think there's options out there for a Buendia replacement it's just nailing it and hoping that you get someone who's going to return for you straight away
1: Yeah it's it, again mids are just not doing it really so it's quite it's low risk to move on um, I'm happy I've got Cantwell so I've not got this sort of dilemma I've still got four playing mids and and coverage in Norwich really
0: yeah one last one on it then if you were to advise somebody who was moving off Wendy, would you advise them go for one of the four teams who've got the double on 28 or look elsewhere like your Bournemouth, your Blackburns who've got good fixtures Watford Swansea
1: just to be difficult it depends if you've got your overhaul depends if you've got any boosts left so you've got to consider those things. But you've gone through short-term and long terms. So and my, my point of her hand was a long-term for people who are going to hold and haven't got the overhaul. But definitely short-term, take a doubler. Yeah,
0: if OK. Those. That, and that's exactly what I'll be doing. I've got my overall, which I'm planning on using in 29. Um, so I'll be bringing in... Oh, I've got triple Brentford already. So it's going to be a Reading player, or Harry Wilson probably. Um and then I'll overall 29, so I can do that. But we'll go on to the next topic then, and another big talking point in the Gaffer community is Jao. A lot of people have got him, a lot of people haven't got him, but I think we agree everybody thinks they need him for Game Week 28. So Abdul has asked another question. He's put, do you agree that Captain Tony and Vice-Captain Jawan, Captain Fantastic is the right way to go ahead of the double? And could Watford appeal the Buendia double suspension? I think he, well, he obviously means Norwich. Um, I'm unsure if they can appeal, if it's not a straight red. I'd
1: agree. Um, That's what I think. That's what
0: I understand. I'm not 100% sure on that, Abdul, but... If I was you, I'd just go on the basis that he's suspended. Um, but in terms of the Captain Tony advice, Captain Jow and Vice, Captain Joe, and a Captain Fantastic, Rob, would you say that's the most logical way to go?
1: Sounds very appealing, doesn't it? Very. Sounds very appealing. You've got Middlesbrough and Reading for Tony and then you've got Stoke and Brentford for Joe. Tasty. And
0: it's two of the best strikers in the league this season in a double game week. On paper, it doesn't really get much better, does it, for a boost opportunity?
1: No, I'm um, the same boat. I've got two to use. Um, I've not really owned, I don't think I've owned Joe at all, because I think at the start of the season, I was a bit like he's overachieving. He's having two shots a game and shooting, scoring twice. Yeah. And um, he's, he's, for strikers, he's only eighth for total shots, out um, of obviously 24 minimum. Expected goals per game, he's third, so that's much better. So it shows he is doing it, and he's not actually just getting half chances that he's converting; he's getting good chances. So I'm looking forward to owning him. Yeah, but yeah, I think he's pretty essential for this week.
0: Okay, and at Danny underscore 1982 underscore is a Solanke or Joe for the short and longer term. Um, well, for the short term, I'd probably say short and longer term. Me personally, I'd choose Joe over Slanky. I've got both of them at the moment, and there's no way I'd get rid of Joe. Where Slanky is more than likely to go when I overall. What about you?
1: He certainly, dipped like his form has dipped, and he's. I just looked there; he's only scored ten, which a few weeks ago, obviously, we were raving about him being totally essential. But he's gone on, including the FA Cup, four games. Is it without scoring? Um, yeah, Jao is just looking like the real deal. I don't know how I've got this far without one.
0: <laughs> no, I don't see, but uh, um, are just
1: a bit they're just a bit stale at the moment, Bournemouth. And that worries well,
0: me. What I like about Jao though is you mentioned, you know, he was having two shots, scoring two. The chances he gets that he is actually putting away are difficult chances, he's very strong. And he, he just unleashes shots from nowhere, and they just seem to be unstoppable. It's he seems to be like you know, Graben last year, he scored 20 goals, I think it was. He's on two at the moment. And no offence to Forest fans, but I think he's utter shite. It was one of them, one season, It just everything happens for him. And, you know, I'm not saying Joe's shit, he clearly isn't. But, you know, we hadn't really heard of him for his goal-scoring ability as we before this season. Is it just one of them seasons for him where Nathan's just going and, you know, you've got to have him because... He can't do anything but score.
1: Yeah, that's why I was surprised his expect goals per game was so high. Because I was in the same campus Euro. I was just like, he's getting nothing shots and he's converting him. But he is lower on shots per game than the other players around him. Like he's half, nearly half of what Armstrong is, but I guess most people are. Um but you can't deny it. It's been 20 odd games and it's <laughs> he's still doing it.
0: Yeah, I, I really like him. In regards to Solanke, um, I watched him Friday night. I know Bournemouth are poor, but Solanke disappoints me. Like, I don't. I haven't enjoyed owning him. He'll get a chance, and he just doesn't look like he's put. He's going to put it away. I don't know. I don't know if it's his confidence, but he just looks frustrated. I, don't, I I can't really tell you exactly what it is with him, but I'm quite worried for him as an owning. I think it's a matter of time before he leaves my team basically he's got this week left I think if Duendier hadn't been sent off Solanke would have probably gone this week for Armstrong
1: yeah Solanke is second out of the league for big, big chances missed mm. behind Armstrong which you can forgive Armstrong because he's shooting everything left right and centre so it, it is showing he's becoming a you know he's not putting as many as he as he should he's scored 10 he's missed another 12 big chances so it's not great is it it's the staleness of Bournemouth the not for him but guys around him the rotation risk you know I just I'm not I'm not feeling it
0: one thing you know that's gonna happen is you know Bournemouth are a good team they're on a bad run you know everybody's gonna start clearing their Bournemouth assets out the team (laughs) especially if we get an overall in 31 if you were on an overall, you're not going to pick triple Bournemouth, are you really? Let's like, be honest, at the moment, you know, as soon as they all go, they're going to go on a run where Slanky becomes the best striker in the league again. Brooks is taking everyone on. He's assisting and scoring every week. They're keeping clean sheets. It's going to happen. But you can only go by what's happening right now. And I don't think right now mm. Bournemouth facets are worth the price, really. But there's one...
1: You want to know one- where they are? Out oh, of the last six games, guess where they are for form? in terms of points
0: return. I'm going to say near the bottom.
1: 22nd. Four goals scored.
0: See, that's why they've got to turn it around quick. They've got to find a solution. Otherwise, Norwich and Brentford are probably going to, in Swansea, are going to start drifting yeah. away. And then they it's just the play the playoffs. And we know yeah. once the playoffs come around, it's a lottery. You know, the form team isn't guaranteed to go up. Anything can happen in the playoffs, So. They need to turn their form around. But couple last two questions regarding Joe. Um, or to close, Darren is put the pod is going great, lads. Keep up the class work. Thank you, Darren. Um, I think the strategy will be very template for all this game week. Get Joe in. Captain Tony, Vice Captain on Joe.
1: Yeah, I see a lot of people doing it. This is like a bit of a defensive move, isn't it, to cover all those people who've got it? It's not, a, it's not very attacking. It's not very fun. But you don't want to be on the receiving end of twenty points from Joe doubled up or tripled no. up.
0: Well, when we were talking I'm... off air, um, just before we started recording about um, every force about what we're doing with our boost, and I said, you know, I'm definitely using. Is it the captain fantastic? i got the multi-captain. That's yeah. the one you get triple, yeah. Yeah, catch. I'm definitely using that in 28 because it's Tony and Jow, two best strikers in the league at the moment, or two of, with Armstrong. They've got doubles. I'm normally a player who would go against that to try and gain an advantage, but even me who have to take a risk, I know if I went against it and it goes wrong, I'm falling down there overall my my season will be over,
1: yeah so out I'm, against
0: I'm yeah. going I'm not doing it because everybody else is doing it just to defend I'm doing it because I generally do believe that is the best option if before like if you told me two weeks ago that the two two of the best acts in the league going have a double and you've got a boost to play, I say, yeah, you've got to use that. that's why I'd advise someone else there. so yeah <laughs> yeah um last question on it um Gaffer goway. Is but my pronunciations are so bad. Um, take out Solanke or Armstrong for Joe. So I think he might know the answer to this. I we've just talked about it, but me, I'd get rid of Solanke Armstrong's. Both of them have got four good fixtures coming up, to be fair. But yeah. as we've spoke about Solanke, Armstrong's just brilliant, isn't he?
1: If you hadn't have put that chance away the other day. He'd be writing the same book because both of them have been on mini droughts. So he's sort of, he's just saved his skin now, I think, for me. Armstrong staying over Slanky.
0: I think I heard on the highlights as well when I watched them this morning, Tony hadn't scored in seven. Is
1: that right? And I was on some sort of drought, aye. Aye, because uh, he was, was he banned or injured? And then he had, oh, he had. I can't remember. Because he's had blanks. I don't
0: think that's included, though. Ah, I OK. Because ah, when I hear this, I was like, really? It just seemed like Tony just comes across as he scores every game, you know. You can't go without him, so I was quite surprised. But, yeah, Armstrong for me over Solanke, just because of Bournemouth's form, Solanke's form. And as a goal scorer, I think Adam Armstrong's better. But... That's just my opinion. But yeah, I'd stick with Armstrong. I'd have Jalkey and Armstrong.
1: Yeah, I think so. We're lucky that it's not Pookie or it's not IU or if Ollie Watkins was around him, because we'd all be we'd all be struggling for money. Yeah. But now it's just sideways, 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 because they're all about nine mil, eight to nine. But we're lucky in that, I think. So you can just hop off, hop on again.
0: Yeah. Right. Last question then It's come from Angus. At Angus 81. He has put red in options for the double other than Joe and Elise. So is there anybody that you'd consider other than them too?
1: I don't like the chances of keeping clean sheets this time. So that rules Richards out, who's your obvious He'd have been team option. he would be my effective option, yeah. I was going to choose one to stop Stoke can score, Brentford should do him. Or at least score. And in terms of the stats, there's only Elise that's appearing in terms of chances created um, and Joe in terms of shots. So I'm no, I can't think of a differential off the top of my head. You said my table, he's at risk having only played a couple of minutes.
0: Yeah, so I put down for this, I put Richards as my defensive option, which I, I wouldn't go there myself, but if I, if I was going to choose one, he'd be in. Um, the rest would be the three midfielders, really. So you've got Swift, yeah. who's back in the team now. He was dangerous. One I've put down would be a punch at When I watch him, I really like Jari. I think he's a really, really good player. Excellent feat. Um, But his numbers aren't as good as, you know, you says say in terms of fantasy football. So I don't know if you'd do that, but, you know, he's there, he's starting. And the other one is uh, Mate. he came back. This weekend, he's come back quite a few weeks later than Jao. They should have been at the same time. He come on, he only come on on the 88th minute. So you know he his minutes will probably manage to get him back to fitness. But as a punt, if he starts, he can do damage because he looked quite dangerous. Him and Jao did before he got injured.
1: So yeah, they. But like I said, they'd be punts. Yeah, Swift. Swift hasn't got any stats to speak of. Ten key passes versus Elise's thirty-eight. You know, just... I just think Mighty's probably if you can get some. You know, you're not going to get confidence he's going to play, but if you could, he's the guy because he gets up there as a second, second striker. You know,
0: I'd be if I had Elise and Joe, which I think Angus has got. I'd be quite happy with just them two myself. I mean, i would only got Jao, I don't have Elise anymore. So I'll begin yeah. with just the one, I think.
1: And I this was be- never really, sorry, this was never really the game week. We said all guns placed in target, target. You know, it's, it was a 27 and yeah. I'm just treating this as a normal game week with a bit of a, a bonus on the two key targets, Tony and Chow.
0: Yeah, well, mine was I worked towards Brentford, so I managed to get triple yeah. Brentford in now. But because they had the double and 27 as well, I've got... The one uh, Rotherham and Crooks I've got one Redding and I've got no car. If I am tempted to go to Harry Wilson as my Buendia replacements Yeah, that's good. Just term. because I'm already on Triple Brentford. I don't fancy the Redding. If I did, I'd go with Lise. But I don't think I'd gain much from that. Where Harry Wilson, he could explode or he could really let me down. But we'll see. It's one week puns and it's.
1: So, you're sat, so I'm sat here with one double game week person plus Joe. Yeah. Which is a bit. It's not looking too brilliant now, is it? Too clever. But it was never my plan to go big on this one. How so, many have you got?
0: I've got three Brentfords, Crooks. San, I've yeah. got five as it stands. I'll have six. Nice. Which I think that'll be good, you know, Maybe a lot more, but I have felt that like I'm not going to like take credit for that and like pretend I planned for it. <laughs> um, my plan was get as many double game week plays as I can for 27 and overall in 28. And then once I did, once game week 27 had <laughs> come in and I could pick my team for 28, I was like, oh, brilliant!
1: Yeah, But it about. was my
0: plan with the Brantford anyway because I knew they had back to back doubles. We mentioned it on the last pod, so. I did plan a little bit, but not like to get this many. I'll be honest. Yeah. And then I'm getting overall straight out of it, so I've kind of got lucky with it. So I'll admit, I got lucky with it, but no shame I here. That was my... I'll well, take that really any... good. I'll take anything that I can. Um, so that answers all the questions, basically. Um, talking a boost, we'll just have a little discussion about the boosts. Um, it if for just get them up in front of me, so we know that basically this second set of boosts, they end... After, so it's the last chance to use them as game week 30, isn't it? Yeah. So, so if
1: you've got three left, you need to use one every week for the next three weeks.
0: Yeah. So me and you, well, we're in basically the same situation, aren't we? We've both used the goal fest now um, and we've both got two left to use. Um, is there anywhere you can think of off the top of your head? I know it's quite hard to say without looking deep into it but is there a way do you think of not going Captain Fantastic in 28 on Joe and um, Tony and you do something else or for the people who aren't like us who haven't, who've already used the overall but have one or two left what do you think their
1: best options are? I was thinking of Going against the tide with this week, you know, and not doing what everyone seems to be doing, because there is an argument that we're chasing uh Tony's points from last week because Brentford, Reading are not easy to break down. Middlesbrough won't be easy to break down, so it might be a sort of might be misguided, but might be chasing last week's points. I don't know. I,
0: I'm going to disagree with you. I think it's the best way to go. If you've I would say to the listeners now, if you've got Captain Fantastic and you've got Joe and Tony, just ask yourself, why would I not use this? Because if, like you said earlier on, Rob, yourself, if those two go off, I mean, it's not got. It's not like just got one game. They've both got a double. If they go off and you haven't got, well, you haven't played it or you haven't got one of them, you're in serious trouble, aren't you, for rank?
1: Yeah, you're at risk, definitely, from a, but, from the guys who won them, plus the guys who've tripled them.
0: But there's always a reward with risk, isn't there? So if they don't go off... Yeah. You know, but and I'll be honest with you, I, I don't fancy sitting on my sofa watching any of them games, <laughs> not playing that, knowing that a lot of people in the community would have, like, we haven't got numbers to know exactly, like, ownership... Numbers, or yeah, true. you know, how many have played the boost or whatever. So, we won't exactly know, but we do know from, excuse me, talking the community
1: that's where everyone seems to be going if they've got it. So, um, if you've got an overhaul, then that rules out using anything else. So, so you can't, if you can use overhaul 30 the last week, that rules out using. A captain fantastic against, like, so the template front three, which just gone forward, would be Armstrong, Tony, and Jow, wouldn't it? Um, Say so you were staying on Solanke, for argument's sake. Blackburn have got Barnsley. Bournemouth have got Rotherham. And Brentford have got QPR in 30. So that's a good set of fixtures. To come back to your question about can you get around this? So they're mm-hmm. good fixtures um, if you're not overhauling. But if you are, then 29 is your only option for a, t- a t- to use that chip and they're just not as good the boost fixtures, Barnsley, Forest it's not as good
0: I've seen some people use part of the buzz this weekend that boost is the devil's boost, I've I've never used it yet I planned on using it this set, but obviously my plans changed, but it just seems to fuck everybody over there always seems to be a defender who's benched or something, doesn't
1: there? And you've now missed out on 17, oh, plus whatever he gets now, 22, but Tony 20 points. Yeah, exactly. They've missed that out.
0: God, I can't get my head around these boosts, you know, when you get, don't get your captain points, because mine are showing and I'm like, I'm counting and I'm adding them up and I'm like, oh, no, I don't get them. I've played a boost. It's probably just me who does that, but I, I seriously can't get my head around this. Um, in general, though, let's just move on before we wrap the pod up. In general, is there anything you know, quote yeah, Anything that you want to bring up about just the, the game in general?
1: It's just what we say every time, really, is that just how quick it changes, you know, how quick. Because we were talking off uh, Borough Defence, Stoke Defence, how they were flavour of the month, We were all scrambling for them,
0: yeah.
1: And now they're like, you know, you're you loath to have them at the moment because Borough's not delivering. Stoke, you guys, what I don't know what you're playing at.
0: Yeah, it's not fun. I can tell you that. I, I would not advise anybody to pick a players, player as an asset. Nick Powell would have been the best option, but Fletcher's back up front now. Powell missed the game yesterday through injury, hamstring injury apparently, so yeah, I wouldn't advise any of them. I just think every time we record, if you went back and listened to one of our pods, and, say two weeks ago, everything just would be outdated. Because everything changes so quickly. I mean, I won't bring something up that you mentioned. Why well, it wasn't even off air. It's what you texted me this morning about Swansea defence. Um, you're thinking that like, would it be time to get rid of the Swansea defence? I mean, are you on, on Bidwell still? And Roberts. So you're on the double still. I'm on just Roberts, which probably the majority of the game are on just Roberts. Would you consider getting rid? I know. Or are you just expecting too much from them because their clean sheets were so impressive going
1: like, for so long? And Bidwell's an amazing attack it seems to have dropped off. See, if we'd have potted earlier in the week, ahead of this 27-double out of been pitching, uh, moving them on. But now you've got that. Bidwell assist, you've got <laughs> a double... Uh, Game week coming up in thirty-five for them. So my sort of opinion is, it was my my uh, backing was dwindling, but I think you've got to keep them. I think. So everything changes
0: that much, you know. We've had the middle, like you said, the Middlesbrough defence, Stoke Birmingham defensively. um, Your Swansea, you know, we're talking doubling up, chopping up with the keeper. I'd have loved to have parted in the week. You mentioned about getting rid, you'd have talked yourself into getting rid of Bidwell and then he'd got the assist, that would have been amazing. But no chance. <laughs> I think what I'm going to do when I come to overall in regards to the defence because I missed out on the middle spread, I never went there, I couldn't get to it because I had other issues yeah. and obviously I wanted to and now I'm glad I didn't because now they're not flavour of the month. I think on my overall I'm just going to go Norwich, Brentford, Swansea, and then maybe, you know, Reading and just whack them in defence. They're the best yeah. teams in the league. They're not going to keep the clean sheets every week, but I'd be very surprised if they went on a longer run out of form where a Middlesbrough or Stoke, you know, where are you now? Are you seventh, Middlesbrough?
1: Uh, roughly. We could come no, back, no. we could
0: pod in a month's time. Middlesbrough could be 15th. Or they could still be where. They are a pushing, but where with your Norwich, your Brentford, Swansea's, yeah. you know, they're going to be in there, aren't they? They're going to win more than they lose. So.
1: That's what I was going to say with Swansea. We're not talking about your Birmingham's, who are now, you know, you wouldn't mention them in the same breath now. Middlesbrough, Stoke have dropped off. Yes, we're talking about Swansea, 14 goals conceded and 25. It's, you know, it's a different class, isn't
0: it? I'm going to have my keeper, my base four defenders, So let's just say, off the top of my head, an Aarons, a Roberts, um, a Henry, Rico Henry, and a Richards from Reading. And then that fifth spot, because I'm saving money on Richards, I can just use as my um, transfer slot. So if Derby are in form, I can have Clark or Buchanan. If Cardiff are in form, I can bring in Morrison. Instead of trying to chase them all, just have that base, I think. I think that I don't know if I'm going to do that. That's just something off the top of my head, but it's just something
1: I We've thought about. You. We know what you say, one thing, do another.
0: Yeah. It's a good job I did not charge people for this content.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if you look at shots and target conceded, just out of interest, Middlesbrough are still top despite one clean sheet and eight. So they're still putting the numbers up. You know, they're still ahead of Watford and Swansea Brentford that we think are you know really good defense so the day might come back their team might come back and I've got a double up still mm. but I found because I'm a fan I didn't enjoy the games as much not having one or two players from my own team so fortunately they're doing all right and as far
0: I'm the opposite side owning Stoke players yeah. uh, like if that when I'm watching them I'm just over focusing on my fancy asset and then, if we lose and we don't keep a clean shot on my play blanks so I'm like double pissed off so I try I've had Powell in and out the team throughout the season I had Davis Davis is still in my team and yeah. um, need to sort that out but yeah I'm the opposite to that um, just looking at now we've got on the first which is tomorrow Watford yeah. QPR oh, I, you know I completely forgot about that game that they have not played <laughs> Completely, because I don't own any Watford anymore, and I obviously don't own any QPR. So we've got that tomorrow, and then the doubles are so Tuesday we've got Millwall Norwich, Bournemouth, Sheffield Wednesday, and Rotherham Derby. Um, We've also got Coventry Forest, Wickham, and Birmingham. And then on Wednesday it's the Brentford Bristol City. So game week twenty eight kicks off Friday night. Swansea Norwich, I'll be a good watch. I'll enjoy that one. Yeah. Um, what, what do you reckon we can get a pod in on f- Wednesday, Thursday?
1: As a twenty-eight re- preview. Yeah. Just a quick wrap up. aye? sounds good.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll just wrap up twenty-seven there, and just because we'll be you've able, got all these points coming in. We, we spoke about um, twenty-eight quite a bit even over the last few weeks we have. But, you know, if we just do a quick one, a wrap-up on 27, um, just see if we've learned anything new from them games and just quickly, kick, you know, captain picks. I know Tony and Joe stand out a mile, but maybe who would we go out the two? I mean, is Tony the best choice and not Joe? We can have a look at the numbers on that. Um, and just a general, just a general chat. I, I, yeah, just, a boost. Boost. I didn't just talking about yeah. the championship, so...
1: Should have a boost strategy for everyone by then.
0: Yes. Yeah, so obviously set in stone. You can get yours sorted. We can share that. Yeah, we'll just have a chat about the game. Um, we'll get some questions in. Maybe we could do it um, a bit of a Q&A because um, we've done anything Gaffer related. Just open it up to anything in general. Ask us anything or whatever. Um, let the listeners get to know us a little bit. So, yeah, we'll do that. We will think of a date for that, listeners, and I'll put that out on Twitter once we know if it's going to be Wednesday or Thursday. We just have to juggle it around working, personal commitments and stuff like that. So it's quite hard to have a routine where we say we're going to pod on this exact date every single week. because so much going on at home and stuff. But um, yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed that. Good luck for the rest of 27. And we'll be back before 28.